All right, Der- Derek Wetmore's in here, and Judd and I have to air a few grievances. Festivus is over, right? But we still have grievances to air. Yes. We were all excited this offseason because the Twins went to the postseason for the first time in years. We were so excited to speculate on all the baseball hot stove rumors and the trades and the free agents flying off the shelves. Nothing's happening. Like, there's 15 or 20 top free agents. I have a list of all the guys still out there. All the top pitchers are still available. Um, In fact, the list of guys, Mike Moustakis, Jay Bruce, Jonathan Lucroy, Greg Holland, J.D. Martinez hasn't signed yet, Eric Hosmer hasn't signed yet, Todd Frazier, I could keep going. Uh, can we poke MLB with a stick here, Derek? Why well, can we can we do something to incentivize in a big way movement in future years? Like this is so baseball to, to me too. I mean, the, the complaint about baseball is what pace of play and it's too slow. And it's true. And this this is, I mean, because of how they're structured, football, basketball, hockey all have ways to incentivize immediate action. Baseball is the one where you sit there and you're like your top players don't sign. I mean, th- this is this is truly disappointing, and I'm not I'm not joking around. I am truly disappointed as you're, a baseball. Oh, you're not fan. joking around. Just to be I'm clear, not, I'm not joking. Okay. Judge, he right. does this not is joke not, about this is sports. Not, this is not a bit. This is not an attempt at right. trying to be. This is this is disappointing to have nothing going on. Well, I'll take the bait, Judd, because I as a as a baseball analyst who just. Planned on spending all offseason saying, like, was this a good move? Was this not a good move? I've instead had to resort to, well, are there going to be moves? What's it going to look like? I was telling Phil off mic yesterday, Judd. This sets up one of two things if you're a Major League Baseball. If you're a fan of Major League Baseball. All these good players, useful players, not just the top-end guys like you, Darvish and J.D. Martinez. There's a lot of good players out there that aren't in that top-end. So this sets up one of two things with... Like, five weeks to go before spring training. Either you're going to get to spring training and teams are still going to play the waiting game and be like, no, no, four years, you want, take it or leave it. And and it's going to be this game of chicken that extends out into March, maybe into April, who knows. Or, and this is what I'm kind of hoping for, these next five weeks are about to get crazy. That as soon as teams hit that, whoa, whoa, in... 30 days we're reporting to spring training and players and their agents start to get that little tick of anxiety where they say, hang on a sec, but I'm going to have a job next year, right? And the agents are like, man, this it's a tough landscape. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I think that might set off a flood of moves. And that's frankly what I'm really hoping for. Yeah, but I, so I'm, I'm with Judd on, I mean, we're not, I think we all agree that it's been really lame so far. The winter meetings didn't produce as many fireworks as usual. Even uh, you had a couple big signings and moves, but um, I think baseball is having a problem fighting for national relevance compared to the NBA is on fire the last 10 years. Yeah. And football has dipped, but football is still the most popular sport and the most viewed sport in this country. And you have a chance in the offseason here to still capture some attention and to, to make some noise. And I think the two reasons why baseball free agency increasingly moves more slowly. Number one, it opens first week in November, usually. It's like five days after the World Series ends. And and then spring training games don't start until March first. And some guys would say, I could still like like you just said, Derek, I could still hold out into spring training games and get my own training. So it's like a four month open window. Yeah. Before there's no forced deadline really for four months after it starts. Right. So if you don't sign early, there's no real reason to sign until late. So you got this three month dead period of 
December into January into even February where guys just don't feel the the need to sign if they sure. haven't already. But the most important reason, I think, why free agency moves more slowly in baseball compared to, say, the rush of NFL and NBA where it's like the first day and everyone is, is signing on the first day. There's no salary cap and there's no max individual player cap, like a max contract for an NBA player. So the sit-downs between GMs and agents turn into stare-downs. In the NBA, all right, hey, Wiggins is about to be a free agent. We think he's a max player. Uh, GM Tom Thibodeau and, and Scott Layden, what do you think? And the answer is either, yes, we agree he's a max player, or no, in which case they'll go to some other team when he's a free agent mm-hmm. to get the max contract. In baseball, there's no max. It's just... Hey, uh, blank canvas. We think yeah. Eric Hosmer is a five-year, so, $80 million player. So here's the problem the way I see it. And, and what you just laid out is correct. And, and Judd, I think this speaks to your point, too, about it's slow. What can we do about it? Yes. Here's the problem. You can't do a damn thing about it because if you are the league, maybe you care about this exciting period. where the, You just mentioned it. I can think of where I was for like each of the last three or four big NBA days, whether it's trade deadline day or, whoa, free agency bonanza. Like, those are memorable for me. Twitter explodes. NBA Reddit's awesome. Like, just in terms of following the league, it's it's tough to top that excitement, including, like, the NBA Finals. That same dynamic doesn't exist in baseball. And there's two reasons for it, and I, and I don't know that you can fix it. Number one, if you're the league, you want this sort of free agency bonanza. You want it to be exciting. You want to be the talk of the town all winter long. Well, you're probably going to be dominated by football in those months. And if you can't incentivize teams to move and, and you know, make a splash like a John Carlos Stanton uh-huh. or a Shohei Otani, you can't force those things to happen because you can't force teams to act. That's part one of the problem. Part two, if you're the players agency or the MLB Players Association, you would never sign up to something that might cost your clients money. Something that says like, okay, hey, uh, MLB free agency is going to be December 1st until January 1st. If you don't sign in that window, you can't no. sign until May 1st or no, whatever. That's not what you would do. In fact, hold on. I know Mr. Fixit has a full notebook of things that he would do. Yeah, I just I want saw to him give pull out his lawyer pad. Well, I've got the key He's got the legal here. pad right here. Okay, yeah, I've got it right <laughs> let's, let's get to it when we come back here. because we, In fact, we're going to tag team Mr. Fixit because I think Judd and I are in, in, on the same page here. Mackie and Judd with what more from the Touch Em All podcast. The Mackie and Judd Show will continue in a moment. Please stand clear. On 1500 SPN. And we're mad at baseball because and the Twins because no one is signing free agents. All of these top free agents are still on the market. There's no activity. It's a staring contest. You Darvish, Lorenzo Cain is still out there. Arietta, Cobb, Lance Lynn, J.D. Martinez. There's a bunch of relievers. Uh, Greg Holland, Mike Moustakas. So, Judd, the floor is yours, Mr. Fix-It. How would you inject more entertainment into the baseball offseason? Okay, so so first of all, uh, I'm thinking about this. If I'm... If I'm Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, I'm thinking about this because I have a network, right? And and so if I'm football, baseball, or hockey, I, I also have channels. Like a TV and network. Yes, a TV okay. network. And those channels get off-season programming that's really rich uh, via via the fact that when their free agency period opens, guys immediately start signing and people thus tune in. Baseball does not have that, but they have the, the, the channel. So, uh, Derek, I think the word forced that that you used before the break as far as forcing i think that's the wrong word i think what we need to use is the word incentivize forced creates conflict if i'm 
baseball and I go to the Players Association and I say, "You, we, here's what we're going to do and we have to do this, that to me creates unnecessary conflict. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is find a way to incentivize immediate action for when the period opens. And and my starting point is it's always been a given that that the free agency period begins right after the World Series ends. I don't think you need to, to do that. You're coming off your marquee event. The excitement from that is there. What I would do is find a way to certainly slow build a little bit more. So I don't need to end the World Series, let's say, on a Thursday, and, and then guys start to declare on, let's say, Monday. I would look for a way to incentivize both sides here to come to an agreement where where they can say for for the the good of the attention and to create that excitement, we have a starting date. It doesn't have to be so close to the day after the World Series ends. So I like the idea of potentially delaying the start time to free agency because you've got this three and a half, four month window where if guys don't sign right away and the winter meetings are like three weeks after free agency opens, uh, then there's no reason to sign until later. If you condense that window and that's where basketball and hockey have this six month regular season and then a two month playoff run. And so it's, it's actually. Guys sign earlier because the contracts are more obvious to begin with because there's a salary cap and there's individual max. I mean, there's no negotiation for some of these guys. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I'll take the max. Okay. Like, there's literally no negotiation outside of just some of the little details and the terms and things. Uh, so if you started baseball free agency, let's say, on January 1st or something, and you had like a five-week sprint until free agency, teams would spend... The first two months, maybe even there's a schedule release in those first two months or something. There's other things you could do to garner attention. Um, And then there'd be a five-week window before spring training. All right, the window's open. You've done two months of research on these guys, and here you go. And maybe Hmm. there's a tampering period. Hmm. I think that would create more action in a smaller window of time. Of course, you'd then be competing with NFL playoffs. Yeah. And baseball, or and basketball and hockey regular seasons, and college football national championship and college basketball is in effect so i get that but it would it would force more action in a smaller window how do you incentivize judd the teams for acting earlier let's say you do reduce it to that window and yeah. and by the way we're going to have a pretty interesting test case here to know if we like this sprint to spring training our our teams our fans is major league baseball as an entity are we going to like the mad dash to spring training cuz you're about to see it so we'll figure out, yes or no, was that good or bad for the game? But how do you incentivize teams from then loading up on the front part of it and say, okay, you want to get a John Carlos Stanton deal done? Better do it in November. Or you want to sign J.D. Martinez? Man, that's got to get done before Christmas if you can make it happen. I don't know how you'd go about doing that. In, in what way then? So you, are, you are argued you saying for incentivizing, that, that you could make trade that you... No, I'm just saying you argued for incentivizing the front, like, hey... Right. Get action. So so when it starts. Yeah, how, how do you incentivize that? But What's like with, the incentive? But like with Phil's plan, if, if you gave teams a tampering period, let's say um right around December twentieth. Sure. And and then they they had the time to gear up to know who th- they were going to pursue, I think that would create a natural system in which teams might be more aggressive. Well, that would be the problem. The word, what my strategy is the word forced that you were going away from. I'm forcing you to wait until January 1st mm-hmm. to sign free agents. That's but my strategy. I'm, 
I'm saying I don't like the word forced as far as as the relationship between the league and the players association goes because that creates conflict. Yeah, and that's not not so you want to create a positive so, so a it, carrot instead of a stick. What I want to do is I want to incentivize the process to move to create excitement. How sure. what's the incentive? How do you incentivize? Because I I mean by, I agree but... by by waiting I think that that does that or at least I think it helps. Mm. The issue now is free agency starts. And nobody really cares. And you might have some guys right. sign. But right now, there's no incentive to act quickly. Right. Like so, a, if so, you're a baseball front office, you would, you'd be better off to wait and yes. let the prices go. I, the, the only way to, to ince- force incentivize, I'll use Judd's positive phrase, incentivize. The only way, to, incent- yeah, the only way to incentivize, let's say, uh, early to mid-November movement is to make the negotiations easier for teams and players. When Eric Hosmer hits free agency in baseball and there's no capped amount that teams have to be forced to spend under, mm-hmm. so teams can't say, hey, Eric, we love you, but like we only have $30 million in cap. Size we can go. Yeah. We'll go to the top for you. Yeah. Cause so, right. cause so if, you're, if you're Scott Boris, you're constantly probing every team saying, there's no salary cap. Mm-hmm. My client, two more years, $50 million more dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and you know that there's nothing stopping you. And that's why the, these deals get... Stuck in stalemates because they're so the only real way to incentivize or force early action is for the decisions to be more obvious, like they are in the NBA and the NHL. All right, well, Patrick Kane's a free agent. What's the most money we can give him under the cap? Mm-hmm. Done deal, right? That Mike Trout's a free agent, and Scott Boris or whoever his agent is is literally going to sit there until someone gives him if you a billion dollars right if you took but if you took away a month's period of time where teams now couldn't sign guys i do think that that you would create an urgency there that's the biggest thing now there is no urgency whatsoever yes. i i can talk to you forever hell you can sign in march and i'm fine yep. there is there is no sense of of urgency whatsoever now and that's what I'm talking about. Is try is is can you create at least a perception? Can you ramp that up? Can you yes to create a perception, and it doesn't do any good to me to to have these guys on the open market for a month plus period of time in the dead of winter when they're clearly not going to sign up. Sure, I kind of do like the whole speculation period where every team's bloggers and reporters and analysts can say, "Oh, wouldn't uh, wouldn't you, Darvish, look interesting in a Twins uniform?" You know, that's that's fun, but it's fun to a point. Like you get to a certain spot where you're just like, Uncle, mm-hmm. I've had enough speculative you Darvish rumors. You know, what's the phrase? Either crap or get off the pod. It's about time if you're the twins or other teams, but the system is not set up for that right mm-hmm. now. You are not better off for jumping on January 9th than you are saying like, eh, okay, we'll see what's out there and play this game of financial chicken. Here, here's the main reason why. This might not be unique to this offseason, but I think it could be. You know who the good teams are. In the American League, you know who the good teams are. And you know that the Kansas City Royals aren't closing the gap by signing you, Darvish. That's That gap between the Indians and the Royals is just too great. So I don't know if that, like, you know. So the Royals basically take themselves out of that bidding. They're not driving up the cost. Then you can look at the luxury tax and say, well, maybe the Yankees and the Dodgers don't want to make that move because they'll be penalized for it. And they could just be a great team without signing you, Darvish. Okay, you start taking suitors off the board for these big mega dollar deals. And suddenly the competition is sort of 
pulled out of the market. And I, I don't think that's unique to this offseason, but I think it's one major reason why you're seeing, especially the big names, still on the board in mid-January. And even if there's only one or two teams, though, which I guarantee, I guarantee for Eric Hosmer, there's only like one or two teams in the bidding at this point. But even with only one team... Because there's no salary cap, the agent, can, the agent can continue oh, yeah. to drive prices up. Well, I have a terrible analogy to wrap this up for you guys. All right, let's pretend that uh, that restaurant menus didn't have prices and every food item was a negotiation. So you could walk in and you knew what you thought a steak was worth, but they might think a steak is worth more because hey, they cook it better. Mm-hmm. Hey, we cook it better. We're gonna we're gonna make that steak better. So if you had to go into a restaurant and, 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 and restaurant menu items are players like in NHL and NBA where I know what LeBron James is going to cost me if he becomes a free agent. Like he's going to cost the max. He's going to cost what a filet mignon would cost. But if I went into a restaurant, oh, uh, there's no there's no menu uh, prices on. There's no food prices on this. Well, I think a steak is 20 bucks and they say ah, it's actually 40. I'm going to go to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I might go to restaurants for six hours until I starve to death trying to negotiate. Like, if you just tell me, what right. does it cost for Patrick Kane? What does it cost for Nick Punto? I'll pay it. In baseball, until they get a salary cap, which they won't, baseball's never going to... That's why you have to condense it. So, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If I got a bad steak, I might just send it back. The I mean, mo- I'd be tempted the most to anyways. Im- the most important thing is baseball cannot continue to, to just say, well, that's us. You know, baseball p- people can't continue to say, well... It's our system, and it works this way. Yes, it works this way, but guess what? You're boring people to death again. Your your pace of your off season sucks. Yeah, yeah the pace you. of your game sucks. It is true. Let's so, let's do something. But I mean, let's look at this, yeah. examine it, and let's do something about it. And I don't want to hear from the traditionalists who are like, "Well, but if this is what makes me." No, no, sucking is not what makes yeah. you great. You shouldn't have invited a traditionalist on your show then, because I don't think they should change a damn thing. <laughs> I All right. I just th- this this conversation goes way deeper than trying to fix it in a short segment. And one of the main reasons why is because any fix you could propose, like to the restaurant, oh, just put prices on okay you know who's costing that costs money that costs the chef money not the restaurant owner so, oh, get the sure. chef paid it depends on the perspective Don't pay 40 dollars for a are steak, you a Phillip. fan of steaks or are you a maker of steaks you're gonna have a different perspective right. so <laughs> wet more touch them all podcast find new episodes every week it's our twins discussion and uh, he writes at 1590spn.com mackie and Jeff. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. College duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 23.